Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It's Elliot Danker in for Sports Minutes. And helping me out, as always, is Ziaul Raushan. Raushan, today we're talking about uh, is it a personal integrity? Is it a personal responsibility? Is it a Spider Man thing? You know, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Yeah, I love that quote, absolutely. With great power, great influence comes great responsibility. And we're talking about sports stars and the influence they have on the wider world, mm, right? Mm. This on the back of uh, comments from Formula One president Stefano Domenichelli, who says that the sport will never put a gag on anyone. Yeah, that's surprising that he suggested they won't put a gag on anyone when contrasting reports have emerged, particularly from the FIA president Mohammed bin Sulaim, mm. saying that drivers will not be allowed to promote their personal agendas at race weekends. I find it quite puzzling because essentially we're talking about the governing body, but two different figureheads and both of them pulling in different directions. So it's a bit of a puzzling position to be in for the drivers because some of the aspects they've been fighting have been wider causes, right? And for that to be essentially be placed a ban upon, I think it's quite puzzling. Just a, a day or two ago, Alex Albon said that Formula 1 drivers are all concerned about an apparent clampdown on their ability to speak out on social and political issues. Uh, that was what you mentioned a little bit earlier on. Uh, I take you back a few days prior, uh, we've got Red Bull team principal Christian Horner saying the sport should never be a political tool and call for balance. This is a weird one. I, I mean, I are we focusing too much on the sport being a political tool uh, or the fact that in today's day and age, if you are someone famous, right, uh, in, in sports, uh, you will have social media as an engine. And and what do you do with that engine? Lewis Hamilton used it uh, to talk about Black Lives Matter. And I hate to say this, but uh, two years on, he's still the only black driver on the grid. Yeah, exactly. Therein lies the problem itself of this. Uh, issues surrounding black lives and the the causes that Lewis Hamilton is trying to fight. We spoke about it earlier. You mentioned F1 now trying to put a clamp on drivers promoting their personal agendas. But just two years ago, there was this whole campaign of We Race As One. And that's just two years ago where all the drivers were allowed to take the knee if they wanted during national anthems, during the opening parade, during the driver's parade. And now suddenly to go back completely on it, it boggles my mind because... Mm. What is causing this pressure on the governing body? That's the question that springs to mind. And to be very blunt about this, you have seen Middle Eastern investment or involvement increase in the sport over the past couple of years. We've seen the Qatar Grand Prix come along. We've seen the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix come along. And then is that what is the driving factor behind these, let's say, stringent rules Mm. or control they're trying to extract over the drivers? And you touch on it there social media, because the drivers still have their social media platforms to push their personal agendas. I don't understand why they are drawing a line between the race weekends and the social media presence. Yeah. So Christine Horner talked about uh, how um, it was very important that the team had always been open to drivers voicing their opinions. Uh, We certainly at Red Bull have never constrained our drivers of their freedom of speech or the ability to speak their minds because they do have a voice. I do want to set some context, though, that, you know, with teams like Red Bull and McLaren especially, these drivers are trained from a very 
young age to handle media, to speak in public. So when they speak, they, they speak sensible things, even if they're trying to, you know, really uh, stir up a controversial topic. There's a lot of sense in the manner that they present themselves. Having said that, not all drivers have that same training. Shouldn't it be put into that then? I essentially think the effort should be into driver training in terms of putting them for a PR perspective, what they are allowed to say, what they're not allowed to say. If they want to say something controversial, how do they then say it without causing too much controversy? I've had the pleasure of being in amongst the paddock during mm. my time as a Formula One reporter. And I must tell you, to your point, the drivers are highly trained. No matter what you tie and pry out of them, they will stick to the three lines that are yes. meted out in their, in their, uh, by their PR team, essentially. But I guess with these issues and in the world that we live in, with the social media space being full of um, campaigns to fight against certain injustices, shall we, shall we say, I think that's where the, the line is being drawn here. They're all good if it pertains to the team. But if the driver were to support a personal agenda, then the teams or the sport wants to distance itself slightly from it. So on some levels, you can understand it. But I think the elephant in the room is there is a huge social media presence and influence for all athletes, not just Formula One athletes. Mm. So why not use that influence for good, for the greater good of humanity? So social media training. So you and I are running a bit of a poll. And if you want to check it out, you could head over to our Instagram pages. Of course, mine's at Elliot Danker for Raushan. Just search up Raushan Says. The question that we're asking is, do athletes, do pro athletes, and this is a wider question, do pro athletes take enough social media responsibility Surprisingly, Raushan, um, I'm getting almost 70% on, on my Instagram saying, no, they do not. Yeah, I think the question is, do they take social media responsibility? We've seen time and again, <laughs> athletes come out and use it for the wrong, yeah. wrong purposes. Right? Yeah. We've seen the likes of Nick Kyrgios have a meltdown on Twitter, <laughs> shall we say. But there are always going to be anomalies when it comes to it. There are other sports superstars who use it for such greater good. Marcus Rashford springs mm. to mind. Mm. Lewis Hamilton springs to mind. Sebastian Vettel recently jumped on the yeah. Instagram train. He's using it for the greater good as yeah. well. So it's a bit of a 50-50 situation, but the platform is there. What they make of it is up to them. No, and also there's the other flip side, right? What you do off the platform in your personal life, you can't be naive that uh, it's not going to go on social media. You can't be naive that uh, people are not going to have their say or their comment or their opinion about you. And what springs to mind is, unfortunately, our own local hero, Joseph Schooling, and that uh, unfortunate uh, prohibited substances uh, incident uh, last year, uh, blown out full swing on, on social media. Next question, do these athletes have the training to handle a negative situation, even if it's caused by themselves? I think with regards to Joseph Schooling, obviously it's a government stance that he went against. Therefore, it's a bigger issue as compared to what we're discussing. But to answer your question, do they have the training? I think that's where various different agencies can come in. Joseph in particular, the government had to step in and protect him because take nothing away, he's still a national hero. But what he did was against the governing rules of Singapore. Therefore, he has to bear the brunt of it. He can argue it was not done in Singapore, but unfortunately, he's still a Singaporean and he succumbs to those rules. So Mm. with Joseph, I don't think it's a matter of not realizing the impact. It's probably an act of folly that then sort of tainted his 
influence on the wider public. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly what you, you're helping me drive at here because, you know, we are human, we're going to make mistakes. Athletes, no doubt, will make the same, uh, will be subjected or, subs, uh, you know, could potentially make the same mistakes. And it's a case of, are they given enough training to handle that negative situation and, and, and you know, restabilize things for their own career and public perception, which goes back to, at the end of the day, if you're going to take on this road as a pro athlete, Athlete, uh, you really need to be trained in these aspects, in this new social media world aspect, because uh, if not, then it's not fair to you. Yeah, 100%. I think when you sign up to be a pro athlete, let's say you're gifted enough to become a pro athlete, and then you have the drive to go out and achieve it as a career, you do sign up for a life under complete scrutiny forever. And I think that's an aspect people tend to forget. They expect athletes to be perfect human beings purely because their life is played out in the public sphere. But they're like me and you. They are humans who will make mistakes. They should be allowed a chance to do justice to the mistakes they've made and try and right the wrong, shall we say. Mm. And more often than not, there's trial by justice, but in the day and age that we live in, there's also trial by social media. So it's really a difficult situation to live in the public sphere like that. Yeah, uh, but uh, one man who lives in the public sphere made uh, history earlier this uh, morning. Uh, let's have a listen to that historic moment. James, he's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. What a moment. What a man. LeBron James, NBA's all-time scoring record. Uh, And of course, uh, the one who held the record uh, before him, uh, Karim Abdul-Jabbar, standing up, giving him an ovation. Uh, Wow. Did, Did you catch this moment on YouTube, at least, my friend? What an outstanding achievement. Honestly, uh, I unfortunately haven't caught it on YouTube just yet, but kudos to you for putting those that commentary in because there are certain commentaries in the world of sport that stand the test of time. The likes of Aguero springs to mind, Harry yeah. Kane over the weekend, beating Spurs all-time record. This one gave me the goosebumps just listening to it. You can feel how much this means to be at the pinnacle of your mm. sport in all achievements in terms of winning titles, winning MVPs, and now to be bonafide number one as the all-time goal scorer. I think uh, it can't go to a better person than King James. Yeah, the whole crowd shouting MVP, MVP. His mother was there. Uh, what, a, what a moment. Um, and just two days ago, he went to social media and said, there are times I wish I could do normal things. I wish I could go to Target sometimes, walk into Starbucks, have my name on the cup just like regular people. I wish I could just walk into a movie theater, sit down and go to the concession stand and get popcorn. I'm not complaining about it, of course not, but it can be challenging at times. Yeah, uh, LeBron James. Yeah, yeah 100%. The problem with uh, American athletes are especially when you are the stature of LeBron James you can't really hide especially in America for a while English footballers used to go to America because they were unnoticed slightly and unfortunately for King James he may be the all-time record goal scorer but I don't think privacy is something he can possibly (laughs) get because he's honestly just an icon of NBA icon of the game icon of the sport and that's just something that comes with the territory of being King James. You know, in the in the in the theme of what we're talking about, social media, right? You can't help but think that even with this, uh, haters gonna hate. Some, some will still say that he's not the greatest of all time. I mean, what more yeah. does he need to do, right? <laughs> I think that's what makes sport what it is, right? Op- 
opinions are so polarizing at times. They they tend to scrutinize every single thing. And the question is, is he the greatest of all times? It's not just NBA, but mm. that's what makes sport so beautiful. It's unscripted. It allows people to take sides. It allows people to take factions and fight for their cause. But yeah. with LeBron, you honestly think if he's not the GOAT, then who is? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Roshan, let's wrap things up and, and take it back to our topic. You know, are pro athletes taking enough responsibility on social media? Of course, I'm sure people will be divided and have their own opinion. But for you, who is your uh, sort of uh, person that you look up to as a pro athlete and the way he conducts or she conducts herself on social media? The two names that spring to mind quite easily for me is Lewis Hamilton and Marcus Rashford. I think both of them have excelled at their sport as well as using use, sorry, that platform to mm. go out and for the greater good. And I think that deserves massive respect. There have been criticisms on Lewis Hamilton, perhaps when he was younger, that he had his fingers in too many pies almost in terms mm. of music, in terms of fashion. But you can see now with age, there's come a certain maturity and he's using it for the right causes to fight the likes of Black Lives Matter, to go out and protest in the streets of America. It's on his social media. Mm. He obviously is spending his time wisely. And Marcus Rashford, I don't think I need to sing enough praises for him. He's doing it on the football pitch. He's been awarded the MBE by the the English people. Mm. And he's used that influence to help kids out and I think that's that's really important. Yeah, you know, I'm t- you? totally with you. I, and I was, I had those two names in my head as well, uh, Marcus Rashford and Lewis Hamilton. But but just to close it off uh, with regard to Lewis Hamilton, I think when we see what he does on social media and the way he speaks, you don't feel that he's larger than life. You actually feel, hey, this is a normal person who's using the platform to fight for a good cause. He's speaking for, you know, people in unfortunate situations. Exactly, you can relate to him. And I think at some point, superstars or sports superstars reach a level where you you feel they are different on a different sphere. But I take your point completely. Anybody who's listened to Lewis Hamilton most recently spoke on a podcast, which I listened to as well. Mm -hmm. You can relate. And I think that's important to be relatable to the wider public, especially if you are trying to drive a bigger message home. All right. Uh, Ziaul Raushan, as always, helping me out. Thank you very much for your time. Let's do it all again tomorrow. Find out what's the most talked about headline. To listen to more great interviews, Download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.